series, Histology Abroad, NSHS chats with members from around the world in countries right next door and those halfway across the globe. We asked them how they got into histology, the challenges and opportunities they see, and how COVID-19 has impacted them. While there are many differences, the commonalities will surprise you. In this episode, I speak with Emmanuel from Rwanda and Daniel from Nigeria as they compare their experiences working in different countries within Africa. Okay. Thank you. My name is Emmanuel Kizman. I'm a lab technician, mainly in histopathology lab. I'm working in Utala Hospital, located in Northern Province, Rural District, Uganda country. Now, I'm working in histopathology lab, and I was doing the field since 2014, and uh, I was there. The, the hospital was looking a lab te technician, and then I was applied to the post, and then I passed the written exam and the other exam. Then I was the best candidate to be hired. The hospital gave me opportunity to work in the histopathology, so I worked there for Six, around six years, okay. My name is Daniel Osiagu. I'm the, currently the chief medical laboratory scientist the, with the institution where I work. I work with the College of Medicine, University of Lagos, and um, at the Department of Anatomic and Molecular Pathology. And uh, the University of Lagos is one of the uh, first premier universities located in a very cosmopolitan state, Lagos state. I was introduced to uh, the histopathology profession by an uncle of mine who is um, a professor of surgery. He's retired now, do, and I've been practicing for over 20 years now. And within this period, I've acquired quite a lot of experience. Thank you. Great. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about what is the process for becoming a histotechnologist in your country. Do pe most people go through a training program? Is there a school for it? Or are most people trained on the job? Yeah. In Nigeria, in Nigeria, we have um, several universities okay, running the undergraduate program in medical laboratory science with specialist areas in histopathology, chemical pathology, medical microbiology, hematology, and parasitology. So for someone like me, I majored in histopathology, and we have students that major in histopathology, okay? And uh, during the course of the program, it's a five-year program, okay? And during the course of the program, during the final year, the Students are meant to write the final professional examination. And this examination is certified by the Medical Laboratory Science Council of Nigeria. So they regulate the professional exam and certify the students to practice after passing the exam. So that's the route which um, we use in, get, in getting into histopathology practice in Nigeria. For me in Uganda, we have a, a University of Rwanda, which offer 
a medical laboratory technician studies. They, they offer the whole courses concerning medical laboratory, including hematology, biochemistry, histopathology, but there is no specific or specialized university that offer histotechnology only. It offer, we did the whole courses and then no special university that offer histotechnology only. We did the whole courses, but for me, I did medical laboratory science and then the histotechnology is one of the, the, the course. So there is no, no specific or agents that certify the lab, the lab. So for being histotechnology, you have to pass the exam in the institution. Then if you are qualified on that exam, you go and work in the laboratory mainly in histopathology if you want to work there, if they want you to work there. Okay, uh, yeah, but in Nigeria, in Nigeria we have specialist area in histopathology. You know, after the five-year program, you write the professional examination that qualifies you to practice as a, histo, uh, as a, as a medical radio scientist with specialist area in histopathology. Because uh, most of our universities, we have several of them, like I said earlier, Earlier, and they all run the medical laboratory science program with specialist areas, you know, including histopathology. So you can't specialize and major in histopathology and practice histopathology after you've been satisfied. So in Rwanda, it is not the same. We do it all the courses, but yeah. if you want to be specialized in histopathology or in hematology or another field, you yeah. go in the for the another, another program. Okay. But for us, we did the whole courses. So, are there opportunities for continuing education? So, after you're certified, do you need to do continuing education to maintain that certification, or what are the options after you finished your program to continue learning? In um, Nigeria, here we have opportunities for continuing education. Okay, for those that um, specialize in histology and want to continue in the academia, they can proceed to do their master's program and a doctorate. Okay? And this qualifies them you know, to, to come back and then teach in these universities I mentioned, to teach students that want to major you know, in histopathology and other specialist areas, as mentioned earlier. Okay, and then for those that want to go into practice on the bench, they get employed with any of the private or the public hospitals that we have or laboratories, and then they work there. And then on the course of their working, they do um, the continuous professional development programs organized by the certifying body, the Medical Laboratory Science Council. Now the Medical Laboratory Science Council once in a while organizes annual workshops, conferences, and training where the practitioners go and acquire more knowledge to improve themselves while working on the bench. And then we also have other professional bodies, like you have the um, NSH, 
Okay. We also have professional bodies like the Society for Cellular Pathology Scientists that organize and um, coordinate um, histology scientists, those practicing histology scientists in Nigeria. Okay, that professional body, you know, organizes workshops and training for continuous professional development certification of the practitioners of histology in Nigeria. So once in a while, they get a permission from the council, which gives them CPD points. And then these CPD points are awarded to the participants in that workshop or training. So that way, they acquire continuous professional development certification. They get great points for the um, training and retraining of the history scientists. Yeah. So here in Uganda, there is uh, almost a lack of continuing education because uh, only for a pathologist, they have a, a university where they can go and attend the courses. But for lab scientists or lab technician, there is no continuing education except when there is a, a short training organized by our local government or our institution that coordinate the services of the histopathology, they can organize a short training so that we can focus on certain things like histology or immunohistochemistry, but no special continuing education provided here in Rwanda. So let's talk a little bit about the daily work that you guys do in your labs. So are there safety standards? Are there lab inspections that need to be met? Um, yes, in Nigeria we have. The, the Medical Laboratory Science Council, I mentioned earlier, have, uh, they are the regulatory body in Nigeria. So from time to time, they go around to ensure that these laboratories or the hospitals, be it public or private, uh, they ensure that they meet professional standards. Okay, safety standards, safety regulations, they ensure that they meet them. And then like where I am currently in Lagos State, Lagos State also has its own regulatory body. They call them the LASEMA, okay? The Lagos State you know, Hospital Management Services. They go about checking that laboratories, private laboratories, public laboratories, or hospitals maintain safety standards and ensure that the uh, practitioners meet uh, best practices as expected. So there are regulatory bodies, yes, we have them here in Nigeria. Even though they may not meet all the standards as required, but at least they are doing something about that. Okay. In Rwanda, we have a, what we call National Reference Laboratory. That is set a standard for safety in the laboratory. And also the hospital have a, a safety team that inspects every day or every week, the safety in the laboratory, so that safety is controlled in the laboratory. And there is also, uh, in the lab, we have a team that is uh, in charge of the safety in the laboratory. So that so the safety is conducted every day and there is no problem concerning the safety in our institution. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you face. So. In Rwanda, are there any challenges in getting equipment or getting reagents 
Yes, there is a challenge of getting equipment and reagents, mainly reagents of histopathology like alcohol, xylene, and also reagents of immunohistochemistry, so that the challenge is there, but we tried to overcome that challenges. And also for equipment, when the equipment is broken, we faced the challenge of maintenance, where the supplier of the equipment take a long time to go to come and make a repair of the equipment so that they can affect us in doing our histology properly. Yeah, in Nigeria, I would say, yes, we have huge challenges. Okay, we a consuming nation, we don't produce. So it's really sad that most of the things we use for histology practice, be it reagents, be it equipment, you name it, they're all imported. Okay, and that's a major challenge because when you run out of these reagents or equipment or the equipment develop faults, sometimes it takes a very long time to get a service engineer, a biomedical engineer that will come down to fix them. Okay, so those are some of the challenges we have. And for the reagents, because we import most of them, you know, and some of them have to arrive in cold chain and all this stuff. So it takes a long time to get them to Nigeria, okay? And then this affects turnaround time, okay? Even though they are, they, we have a lot of suppliers, a lot of people that import these reagents into the country, but it's still a challenge, okay? And then sometimes they like the, the dyes okay, that we use to produce our stains, you know, sometimes become very difficult to acquire them. Okay, where we order for them, it takes a long time to arrive into the country. And then those are some of the things, the challenge really, it is a challenge. So we have challenges in that area, getting equipment and reagents for working. And has COVID-19, the recent pandemic, impacted histology in your country at all? Yes, yes, I will say yes. Definitely COVID-19 has impacted histology practice uh, greatly. Okay, but we're getting around it now. Because of the effect of COVID-19, uh, most patients, you know, they don't want to come around to the hospital, have anything to do with the labs, you know, and uh, they don't want to get infected, you know, with the COVID-19. And then the, the histo scientists also, as the histology scientists, everybody's being careful, you know what it's like. Nobody wants to get infected, okay? so. But we're taking precautionary measures. Okay, a lot of precautionary measures have been put in place from the reception to the cut-up room where dissection is done and all that. Okay, safety measures have been put in place to ensure that practitioners are protected. And then the patients also are also protected. That's for those that are coming in with the samples. Yeah, so COVID-19 has impacted a whole lot on uh, the practice. They were finding a way around it. As you know, COVID-19 have affected the, the whole life of the histopathology. Here in Rwanda, for example, in our institution, the COVID-19 affected the delay of getting biopsy from the whole country because in Rwanda, the whole country, we may receive the biopsy from the referring institution or from other hospitals. So COVID-19 affected the delay of shipping the samples 
from that institution to our institution. And another impact of COVID-19 is a patient didn't get the opportunity to get to the hospital for ER diagnosis. And the other concern is the shipping of the reagent from outside the country where we do a request so that the shipment of these reagents were delayed due to the lack of transportation. Transportation means, and also, as you know, COVID-19 affecting our lab in having short samples as I was talking previously. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to add. I just want to add to what uh, Emmanuel just said. Uh, we also have problems with um, immunohistochemistry. Okay, getting in immunohistochemistry, you know, and then meeting turnaround time has greatly been affected by COVID nineteen. You know, uh, our immunohistochemistry reagents, antibody, and all that coming from the US. We import them from the United States, and right now getting them down to Nigeria is very difficult because the DHL and other career services that we use find it difficult meeting up with uh, the, their delivery dates. So it takes a longer time for the uh, reagents, the antibodies to arrive. And that affects to, uh, patient results and turnaround time. Yes, so COVID-19 has really impacted uh, on um, histology practice. Thank you. Even for us, uh, for immunohistochemistry, turnaround time was increased due to the lack of those kind of antibodies that we may use for doing immunohistochemistry. So turnaround time was also affected by this kind of COVID-19 in our institution. Yeah, I know even in America, we've had some trouble getting reagents and stuff with shipping issues as well. So let's talk a little bit about opportunities that you see for histology in your country. What are you excited about in the future of histology? So in new opportunities in the future is to use digital pathology applications that will allow or will easy the work of the histology. You know, the work of histology is like in our country is a manual, all everything is a manual, but if there is a, a new a technology of digital pathology, it will easy the work of histology. The, and the other one is to use those automated machine that will, will easy that work of histology. And the, yeah, I think it is done. Those two, it, digital pathology and the use of new automated machine that will be easy the work of technology in the future. Yeah, yeah, I would say that the, say that the uh, opportunities here in Nigeria are enormous, uh, it's good. Like Emmanuel said, now we're beginning to have more and more automation, automated machines are coming in, you know, and then the histo scientists that we have, a lot of them are getting more jobs. There are job opportunities opening more openings because we are beginning to have more and more private practice, you know, private partnership coming into Nigeria, 
people are coming in from different parts of the world, investing in uh, medical practice, especially in the area of histopathology. So that area is beginning to open up and creating more jobs for our young teaming histoscientists. Like I said earlier, we have a very young population of very young men and women that are going into medical laboratory science practice and then majoring in histopathology. So they are graduating and then coming out to get jobs. You know, the future is really looking good because the opportunities are there now. You know, there are more and more rooms for them. Okay. And then um, the area with the area of um, telepathology, like he just said, is another good area. Okay. And that will be another area that um, we'll see people going into also. So the opportunities are there. It's, 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 it's good. You know, more opportunities, automated machines, uh, making things much easier and faster, and then more job opportunities are coming up. So with digital pathology, would you say that would probably help your turnaround time? You don't have to ship as many specimens. You'd be able to scan the slides and have a pathologist read them from a yeah, different location. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all the questions that I had for you guys. Is there anything you guys want to say in closing? Uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, this opportunity, you know, giving us the opportunity to interact, okay? And um, getting to know how things are done back here in Africa, in Nigeria in particular, and then also getting to meet Emmanuel. I think I want to um, interact more with Emmanuel and see the way we can uh, cooperate and work together from this end, and then also see the way NSH will um, assist in helping us in improving our practice here in Africa, in Nigeria, in Rwanda, and other parts of Africa that are having challenges. But I'm sure there are other parts of Africa there that are having more challenges than we just um, enumerated. So thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you, Natalie, for this opportunity of uh, this kind of interview. This uh, will help us to know the challenge we are facing in Africa mainly, and also mainly in Rwanda, we have many challenges, but hope working with you, we will overcome those challenges. And also for being a member of NSH, it is a good opportunity to share some information with the other technologists from different countries. And also this is the opportunity to meet with you for the first time, I hope it will continue in the next future. Thank you again. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for being here.